Welcome to the Hotel News Now Podcast Network. I'm Managing Editor Robert McCune, and I'm happy to introduce the latest episode of the Next Gen and Lodging Podcast. In this episode, co-host Dave Von Reeves takes the guest seat to talk with host Omari Head about the world of crowdfunding and how it is opening up hotel ownership opportunities, especially for aspiring black hoteliers. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to this and other H&N podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Greetings, this is Omari Head, founder of the National Institute of Lodging Education, also one-third of Next Gen in Lodging. Here with another phenomenal episode and a great subject matter expert, some of which we may be familiar with. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Without further ado, Davon. Hello, everyone. My name is Davon Reeves, and I'm also the co-host of the Next Gen and Lodging podcast. So I'm excited to be the guest and not the host today. So this is great. Um, but I am a serial entrepreneur. I am the president and founder of the Vaughn Group, which is a consulting firm and hotel ownership group, as well as CEO of Vester, which is a crowdfunding platform for commercial real estate. And I got my start off in the hotel industry working as a front desk agent. So I am excited to be here and to be sharing uh, this episode uh, with my fellow co-host, uh, Omari Head. This is an awesome time. Uh, shout out to all the front desk agents, all the guest service agents. Uh, right. it, it's an appropriate verbiage. That's right. And team what, rooms. That's right. Rooms, rooms division, department. That's stand right. up. That's right. What we're here to talk about is a lot of people know you as, uh, first of all, one thing she left out that's incredibly important and having known Devon over a decade and witnessed just immaculate growth. And I always, as somebody who also teaches hospitality, I always use her as an example of the importance of getting engaged in associations and watching their association leadership and engagement. Um, one thing that I think is incredibly important to note is, is that you also went to hotel school. You actually studied hospitality. You're not an accidental uh, hotelier, like you actually decide to go to school like a few crazy of us out there. Uh, so shout out to all the hotel school grads. And where'd you go to school at? I went to the Georgia State University. Go Panthers. All right. Hashtag that. Um, but what we're here to talk about is not you being uh, a leading consultant, not you being uh, a hotel owner, uh, an astute hotelier or, or an executive, the thing that a lot of people forget about the story has been this recent chapter. And, I, and I'm curious as to, you are now in the tech space, um, the technology world. What does that look like for a hotelier? How did that make you jump into being the lane of being, I'm going to be a tech founder? Uh, that takes a lot of fortitude um, and we already know the statistics and some of the challenges coming out with being a founder in tech, let alone you living at the intersection of being black and a woman um, and the challenges that are happening with with venture capital in that space. But what made you say, you know what, I, I think that this is an important solution and and we can and you came up with Vester. How, how did you get there from being a hotel owner? Well, actually, the idea for Vester came to me on my journey um, in becoming a hotel owner. 
because when I was raising capital for my first deal, the Home Two Suites deal, we needed to raise capital. And without boring you all with the details of raising capital and SEC and all the fun stuff. Oh, no, that's real exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> and I get excited about it, right? But um, you can't really market to raise capital unless you're so it's it's regulated the type the type of way you're licensed. And so um we had to go the old school friends and family route to raise capital. And I actually was looking for different um during my research of raising capital, I found out about Reg CF, which stands for Regulation uh, Crowdfund. And I noticed that some of the crowdfunding platforms out there, hotels wasn't listed, so I can raise capital. And it was one crowdfunding platform. I'm not going to say the name. I don't even think it's no. I don't even think it exists anymore. But the experience was absolutely horrible. And um, and there was some other crowdfunding platforms that were out there, but or crowdfunding websites that were out there. And uh, you had to have a, a minimum of re real estate portfolio requirement, or you had to be an accredited investor. And at the time, I didn't have either, so it, I wasn't able to raise capital that way. And um, then after I raised the capital through the old-fashioned friends and family private equity raise or private raise, I noticed that a lot of people were asking me, like, okay, hey, Devon, I want to invest in, you know, a deal, but I didn't have any available. And I was like, oh, okay, um, I don't have any. I don't know where to send you. And so it just dawned on me when I, again, more and more research going into the Reg CF. And I was like, well, can I actually do this? Like, can I create my own platform? And once I found out that I can do it, uh, so shout out to Anand Patel of uh, Marianne, uh, reached out and he's our technology partner. So he's the one who built the website out and basically like, hey, you know what, uh, have this idea. And I was like, hey, I have this idea too. Um, did not realize the tech component of it, but I was just more so I saw that there was a problem um, and investor is a need to help solve it. Absolutely. That's uh, so it's interesting with us coming from a rooms division background, being hoteliers, we understand what it means to be problem solvers <laughs> on a regular basis, problem solvers on the fly. You Thank develop you. something that is a long term solution. And and for you to have to gone through your raise, and a lot of people have gone through the raise as well. Just so you all know, Davon's a true hotelier. We're recording in a hotel room, and she legit swiped her finger because she saw a film of dust on the desk. That happened in real time. <laughs> um, recording another podcast episode in a hotel room that is mildly dusty. Um, but we're given a level of authenticity here from the <laughs> live, live from the deck. But, but <laughs> that's my owner. That's my hotel owner kicking in like, yeah. wait a minute, this wasn't clean properly. <laughs> nah, yeah. Or maybe just dust settles very aggressively in this yes. building. Yeah. Um, but, but for you to have to see that as a solution coming from an ops person and, and wanting to solve that problem, you, you got into it, you're in it now. What have you learned? When did you launch Vester and, and what have you learned since the launch? Well, one thing I will say, Omar, you are the king of analogies because I never thought with my skills of working in the front office of constantly having to solve problems which led me to where I am today. I didn't think about that. I really didn't. 100%. I really, until you just said it. And so um, 
Um, yeah, definitely a vester solves a problem. And also because I noticed, I said, you know what? I'm not the only one, right? Um, and I like to be the first in a lot of things. I think I'm pretty innovative. I try to be, and I don't like to follow the crowd. So if the crowd is going left, I'm just going to be that rare breed and just going to go right. No, no, don't know where it's going, but I just don't want to follow the crowd. And um, I remember when I started off on my uh, journey becoming a hotel owner and um, teaching people about it, um, you know, a lot of people didn't agree with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they, they yeah. didn't agree with that. Uh, they thought that, um, uh, you know, just sharing that information um, some people may, may not be able to grasp it. Um, and so I, again, not following the crowd and just going with my instinct and being the first and and just jumping out there and doing it. Uh, the same thing applied with Vester. Um, I saw that there was a need just from my journey and just also I was just listening to the, the people that I've been teaching and the students that I've been talking to. The issue is getting access to capital. And really, I don't agree with that. I realize that the issue is really getting access to education and more of a mindset. So with Vester, it was more of an answer when people thought, well, really the reason why I can't get my hotel or other commercial real estate property is that I'm un unable to put the equity down. Because in my opinion, equity is harder to get than debt. That's personally, that's in my opinion. I could Absolutely. be wrong. Hey, Absolutely. But, hey, but I could be wrong. So that's typically what I see what the issue is. And so it's just really finding that 20 to 30% down. And so what Vester is, it's a need, it's answering, it's tapping into that retail market. Because typically when we raise capital, we think of going to funds, uh, going to, 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 you know, to different sources or high net worth, high net worth individuals or, or family offices. But people who are just starting off, going to family offices or high net worth individuals for one, they might even have access to it. They don't know they can do it. Right. Um, and and two, they don't know that it's a possibility to do it. So tapping into that retail market and also the capital markets is changing. So you mentioned how that permanent solution, well, the capital markets are changing, you know, post-COVID. You know, people are reluctant to invest. And so there's a market out there that really hasn't been, it's starting to be tapped into, which is the retail market, meaning individual investors who 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 want to diversify their portfolio and invest in a hotel. So that's what Vester is doing. Vester is answering that need because there are people who actually want to invest in commercial real estate classes. Um, and for one, they know they can invest in hotels because they thought it was reserved for the high net worth individuals or for the family offices or for the huge funds. And so now it's an opportunity for folks, you know, like ourselves, or a family and friends who can invest in an opportunity. So it's always a passive investor in a deal and then an active investor, right? It's always an LP and it's always a GP. So what Vester does is essentially connecting the LPs to the general partners. That's essentially what the 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 that's essentially what Vester is doing. It's um it's a problem that's I wouldn't say it's a problem, but it's a solution to that. And also I'm more of, I'm a connector. I tend to connect people. That's my, that's that is my, that that's my jam. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, so I was watching a personal branding by what Chris Jenner, who's a, like a queen when it comes to branding. And uh, one of the things she was saying, just understand what you're really good at. 
And so I thought to myself, I said, you know what? I'm really good at connecting people mm. and investor. Investor is connecting a GP who needs capital for their deal and connecting to a LP, which stands for limited partner. So GP, for those who don't know, general partner who's pretty much has control of the deal. They're leading the deal. They're guaranteeing a loan and everything, putting a deal together. They have voting rights and say so in the deal. And then a limited partner, for those who don't know, um, they don't have as much, you know, voting rights and they're just more of a passive investment. So Vester is connecting the two because there are limited partners who they don't want to be GPs and that's okay. They don't want to do all the strenuous work. They just want their, right. they may have a day job. They may have a day job, right? Just and putting their toe in. Exactly. And they just want to diversify their investment. So they're using uh, real estate for whatever reasons, tax benefits, you know, diverse, I mean, diversification of their portfolio for a number of reasons why they would invest in commercial real estate, in, including hotels. So now Vester is a marketplace where they can go to and find different commercial real estate asset classes to invest in. Right. And so, of course, we're not a financial advisor or anything. I'm not a financial advisor. So I always recommend for folks to um Consult with their financial advisor. You know, all investments are risky. Uh, so if you do decide to invest and you're unsure, definitely consult your CPA, legal, and investment advisor. Uh, Vester, we are, you know, we're a member of FINRA, which is the uh, Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. Um, so it's a lot of, it wasn't just the easy, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put this website together mm. and then you, you, you can invest. It was a lot of work. It was not a good fund. <laughs> it was not a good fund. And from the time I had, I think from the time I had the idea to about what 16, 18 months later is when it came to fruition and to answer your question, it, we launched on July 11th, 2022. Um, so we celebrated our year anniversary and it's been definitely new. This is a new uh, thing that I'm embarking on. And the reason why I chose July 11th, I was really close to my dad um, and he unfortunately passed away. And so that's his birthday. And so I'd like to do things that have meaning. And July 11th, instead of me being sad that my daddy is no longer here and I can't celebrate, you know, his birthday with him here on earth, but I'm celebrating something else, which is Vester. Um, and this is something that is could potentially create generational wealth for so many people, um, getting deals closed and then the color is purple because that's my grandma's favorite color and I'm a grandma's I love girl. It. So everything has a meaning. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, and that's dope, especially when you you think about, you know, your father and, and you start from the 7-Eleven component of it. And they say sometimes when we lose somebody close, yeah. it's because we're about to go through something and we need somebody from the other side to help us through that. So, oh, and also I'm a Beyonce fan, and, and she got I'm, that song Seven Eleven. So you know, it's, we know, we, we know. If y'all don't know, <laughs> you know that I'm a true if, Beyonce fan. Okay? If you don't know, now you know. Right. Um. So so it's it's awesome to see what what that date now means and, and what that looks like from from a growth standpoint. One thing you touched on is a drum that I beat, which is I say it's not you know access to capital. A lot of times it's access to information. It's access to intellectual capital. I I find folks that are fully capitalized sometimes they just didn't even know that you could invest in hotels or they don't know how to because we don't hang for sale signs out in front of hotels right. uh so you so it's how is that message circulating and then when you start talking about underrepresented populations how are they getting the word and how are they getting the information so with you and your desire to close the gap uh, i thought it was fascinating that you also cemented what you said in terms of uh, wanted to participate in the education and, and enlightenment of folks with Vester Academy. 
Um, talk a little bit about what you see that that becoming and what do you ultimately see that that looking like? So I'm definitely seeing a continuation of what I started, which was the Divine Group as far as more so um, educating folks. It's fulfilling that people who've been following me uh, throughout, you know, me becoming a full-time entrepreneur in 2017 and how their lives have changed and they've, you know, invested in hotels through the education and or just learning and like you said, expanding their horizons of investing in hotels to now they're in the process of developing and owning. Um, so seeing literally seeing folks in there sharing their stories, how they're investing in other things or they made their first investment or now, you know, their children. Um, and my audience is primarily black. So their their children are now talking about you know, when they visit a hotel, then now they can own it. So that educational component is 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 not even more so of an educational component, it's more so of a mindset component. Because now we've, you know, you too, Omari, we've planted the seeds and so many others. We planted the seeds and creating a platform where it's actually possible. Because I know when we were in, I don't know about you, but I was in college and working at the front desk, I didn't think it was possible of owning a hotel. So I just I just didn't think you could do it. My mind just I just nobody was talking about it. It wasn't you know YouTube wasn't out. You know this podcast was not. So all you know podcasts they weren't even out back then. I don't think so. You know, and um, you said YouTube wasn't out. YouTube was out. You're not that old. No podcast. Oh podcast. And then YouTube it wasn't as strong as it is now. That's true. Like YouTube, literally YouTube University. People go to YouTube to do everything. That's fair. I learned how to change my baby's diapers off YouTube. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So back then, we wouldn't have thought to go to YouTube like we do now. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't think to Google. Like when we were, matter of fact, when we were in school, we were starting off, we said to use our student email address to get on Facebook. Hey, uh, you dated me. Now, hold on. I, 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 made, <laughs> I didn't make national news with my age. I can't remember my age anymore. I just had to go for it. But um, somebody want to send me some Beijing in the mail. You're uh, so, you so funny. Okay. Yeah. But no, but Vester Academy and just spreading awareness through education and having in-person events and and just just talking to folks about, you know, you know, commercial real estate and and investing in the possibility of owning the hotels because we want you to be basically we're teaching you from the mistakes you know that we've learned and then also going back to me being a connector in order for you to get anything done you need a successful team and if you don't know where to go if you don't even know where to start really you can get somewhere and get almost to the closing table but have a horrible team and then you have to pay for it at the back end. Sis, you can get past the closing table, get the keys, and and it not be the best deal for you. Right, because you and didn't we, have the right people. You and didn't I, have the right it, people. We've seen, and it, we've seen it over and over So that's what we teach. Again. So that, that's, that's what we teach. You know, I always say I still... Omari Sands because he comes up with better sayings than I, you know, with the, the ownership <laughs> thesis and and the the at least I asked you. You do, you give me credit. I but you know, you cite the sources. I cite the source, you know, but invest in, you know, change it from a consumer to an owner. And so we teach those things. But one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things I teach, because like I said, I'm a connector, connect you with people that works right for the deal. Mm. Right. 
And so just circling them back with Vester, I'm I'm out of that role now because I can't really connect you, uh, you know, for compliance reasons. Only thing I can, can really connect you with is the GP and the the LP. Um, I mean the GP to the LP, but still, you know, connecting with if you need a broker, I'm gonna give a shout out to you know, Mark. If you need a lawyer, I know lawyers who can assist you. If you need, so I can connect you that way. Um, so that way you can at least have the right people on your team that can advise you. Um, so that way you can have a, you know, and no deal is perfect, even if you have the right team. Um, no, nothing is guaranteed, no investments are guaranteed. And um, but having that right team um and and trying to get something that that makes sense. Cause at our job at Vestor, our job is to protect the investors. So if, you know, when we do our due diligence and we see that there's no way that this person can get approved for Marriott, guess what? You probably won't make it to Vester, right? That's something that just we have to do at our due diligence to 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 protect our investors. And that's crucial. And I, I'm so glad to hear that that um, that you all are doing a little bit of legwork on the front end. And like you said, it, it's still some investment risk and that's part of entrepreneurship, right? Is um, you, you, you're working for profits and not wages. And sometimes that means that you end up working even harder. So as you decided, you talked about something that was real crucial. That I, want, I want to visit, revisit, talking about connecting the general partners to the limited partners. So for, for the listeners who may not be familiar with that, that could be a general partner, could be somebody that has, they've, they've found a deal and it makes sense and the numbers are great and they have some of the team members in place and they have 250,000, but you, you know, between them and one bit, one other business partner and they need a million dollar down payment. So they have to raise the remainder, the balance of 750,000. They can come to Vester and say, hey, we have this idea. And what what are the investment minimums that, that people can invest in? So as far as I do want to mention that um, as far as like the investment, the minimums, it varies because there are other crowdfunding sites out there as well. Um, proud to say we are from a there are not a lot of crowdfunding sites that accept hotels. Um, Crowd Street, our competitor, except um, hotels, um, their structure is different. Uh, Cadre, they do hotels again. Their it's not really crowd crowdfunding, but they're in their platform. You can invest in hotels on that that platform. So there are other other sites which you can in, invest in. Other sites they do um, have minimums, and it varies. Um, uh, same thing with Vester, it varies uh, per deal. Um, I won't say per deal, but the the minimums are set by the investors and they set the minimum what it is to actually invest in on a deal. And so it's set by the general partner? Yeah, it's set by the general partner. Got you. For all yeah, so, 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 so if they say six figure, five figure, gotcha. that, that's something we, because we're just a platform. So we sure. don't, yeah. So somebody could say, you know, and hypoth hypothetically 15,000 to invest in a hotel. Okay, that could be interesting. Mm -hmm. That could be interesting, and that kind of democratizes the the ownership process and and allows a lot more people in the gates, which ultimately can 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 be good for a lot of people from disadvantaged backgrounds. Where where do you think that Vester can be? Current climate right now, a lot of people are complaining about financing. 
So it's not that, and I always have to say that people say, oh, you know, it, it's tight out there. And I tell them, well, you know, it's not that they're not lending. You just don't like the numbers. So mm. what what does, what, how do you think the investor can solve that solution for somebody that's even a seasoned hotelier that has a bunch of people? Um, where, where do you think the investor could be a solution? Well, that could be a solution and not just Vesta, but other crowdfunding sites as well, because Vesta may not be the fit, best fit for your deal. But um, the, the one of the biggest solutions that you're tapping into that retail market, right? Typically with capital markets, they they have their high net worth individuals or they have their multi, I mean, they have their, their family offices and depending on the market, they may not want to invest. They may not want to deploy capital for whatever reason, the market or just for whatever reason. And um, but however, with retail investors, now you're getting because typically people would rather work with like five investors instead of like 100. So that probably one of the downfalls of in the crowdfunding space. I do know some deals that they've raised nine million dollars and they raised they pretty much raised the majority of the equity or the funds and not even that. You can't even do equity, not just equity. You could do debt as well. So answering mm. your question, as far as with the change, um, people can raise capital uh, for the debt portion of the the, the hotel as well um, through crowdfunding. So stuff like that um, can definitely change the market, um, make it more accessible, especially for first timers or or for people who have exhausted. Now, of course, it's a gamble. Everything is a gamble. Um, you're dealing with different investors. You're dealing with sure. investors who are maybe not um, as sophisticated when it comes to hotels. Yeah. And so they don't really understand how it operates and that the dividends are really based off performance. So it's a lot of... They're um, trying to show up to get their free night. Yeah, so it's a lot of different things. Right, so it's a lot of different things. <laughs> that, that would never happen. Never right, happens. you said that. It's a lot of different <laughs> things that that you can run into. There are pros and cons when it comes to crowdfunding, but um, just like myself and, you know, the, the, the other kind of parts or my other kind of parts or, or, um, uh, or competitors, you, you run into that, that issue, right? Gotcha. But it does help because it's an alternative way to get to capital. So, right? so we, like you said, an alternative way and you touched on the debt thing and, we can we we can figure it. Let me ask you this. So, talk to me about what it would look like. So, it's it's is it the same process if somebody did want to say, "Hey, I'm looking for," because I just sat through some pitches last week and somebody was basically pitching, but they weren't offering equity in this business. Somebody was pitching for a restaurant and they were offering they were just offering debt. And I mean, I guess I get it. You want to preserve 100% equity. Um, but you know, it's kind of a whole nother conversation on mindset, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, so is somebody able to to raise debt on 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 the Vester platform or some they of these are. other ones? Yeah. So I so I think but again, that's, you, it has to be disclosed, right? Of course. So if you want to raise debt in your the bank essentially, then that has to be disclosed to the potential investor. Like, okay, hey, yeah, that's you major. You don't have ownership in this deal. You were essentially the lender. Right. That is major. I mean, I don't think people realize what, what they just heard. So people are complaining that debt is out there at, you know, high single digits, low double digits, nine to 11 percent. I'm hearing from some people. I'm still seeing stuff get done and, you know, seven sometimes. But, you know, let's say most people are getting nine to 11. Let's call it 10 is, is the market for whatever reason. 
you mean to tell me that somebody could say, hey, me and my partners, we're trying to do this $15 million deal. We got, you know, $8 million in equity, and then maybe they could raise the other seven in debt from the retail market of investors that are looking to participate in debt and maybe they're getting a 5% interest. And if I'm and if I'm looking at an investor as an investor and I get to participate as debt, that actually sounds attractive because you, while you don't enjoy the upside, you also are protected on the downside. Um, and it's a nice little coupon clip of even 5%, 6%, whatever, um, which is beating the street, um, you know, mark interest rate. So I think that's, it sounds like you're going to be busy in the next year. We're or, already or less. starting to be busy. We're already getting deals lined up. Because so. it's, I mean, you know, talking about with the wave of debt maturities and um, and some people just not favoring the high single digit and low double digit interest rates. Uh, I think that I think that we'll start to see um, a, a bit more product there. Mm -hmm. um, what else would you want people to know about Vester? That we're black owned. I love it. That we're women-owned. Talk that. And literally, we are the first crowdfunding or regulation CF, to get really technical and specific for my folks out there that like to be specific. We are the first uh, uh, reg CF for hotels. Mm, pop your collar. So I like making history. Um, you know, I like being a, a, a what is it, Game Stopper? I'm dropping the mic. Game Stopper? What is it? Game, I don't know what you it mean. Is it Game Stopper? I'm mean, still dropping the mic. You're dropping the mic. You're I'm a mic dropping dropper. the mic. Yeah, I'm a mic dropper. I guess so. I guess that's what it is. But, um, no, but the big thing, <laughs> this is what happens when I'm and I get in the podcast, right? <laughs> no, but the biggest thing is, um, for Vester is that, you know, I saw that there was a need um, that people wanted to invest. And I kept hearing that I don't know where to get capital. And that was what I kept hearing. And um, Anna actually came up with the name, but Anna Marianne. But um, Vester, what I want people to know is that we are here. Um, I'm a hotel owner. Um commercial real estate owner because of the hotel. So I understand. I'm not a tech now. I'm not a tech person. I don't know how to code. Okay. But I'm big at building <laughs> teams. So I find somebody who's how to code. Um pretty good at marketing. Um you pretty, don't say. I'm pretty decent at raising capital because I raised some money before. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm just combining my skills of being a connector and just adding a technology to it. I love it. So love automating it. the process so that can be scaled. And uh, so so Vester uh, will one day become a unicorn company. And that's the goal. That's what's up. What's in your playlist right now other than Beyonce? Um, you know what? I was listening to some P-Funk the other day. I guess it was people, for those who don't know, uh, that's George Clinton. Uh, yeah. Parliament Funk. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, you know, I love Beyonce. What else was I listening to? I was about to say, you, you're a parent, so P-Funk got a whole other conversation. Yeah, P-Funk. Right? <laughs> I play that uh, when Jameer's not in the car. <laughs> uh, when Jameer's in the car, we listen to Encanto. Okay. And, okay. Um, uh, and whatever is on Disney. But uh, what else do I have on my playlist? I think that's it. Oh, yeah, YouTube music. I just whatever's on the 
because I click on, I play Beyonce and they play songs similar to Beyonce. <laughs> I love it. And final question, who are some of your... Oh, Young Doll. Young like Doll. <laughs> you have no, no other podcast. You go to hear somebody talk about... Oh, no, Oh, tips. Tech founder and then slide in some young Dolph. Rest in peace to the young king. Yeah. Um tell tell me this from, from a business standpoint, who have you found to be influential and I don't want to say I don't want to say people that you have modeled yourself after, but people that you may consider um uh model corporate citizens or entrepreneurial citizens. You know what? Another not do I not only do I love Beyonce because of her music, but I love Beyonce because of her work ethic. Mm. She came out with the Renaissance tours now, like with the highest grossing, either black or female, the stats are still coming. She revenue was like what 560 over five over half almost over a half a billion, right? Something like that. Something like that in sales. Her and Taylor Swift and Barbie, I think, uh, you know, they made a tremendous impact. Just Beyonce alone, tremendous impact when it came to them, the 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 hospitality industry That's because people were staying at hotels, yeah. people were staying at restaurants. I mean, mm-hmm. eating at restaurants. People were flying, yeah. literally to listen to her, yeah. right, to see her perform. Then not only did she, so I bought her album last year, the Renaissance album. I went to the tour in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, not only was I, not only watched the tour, she just dropped, she, she just uh, launched a perfume. Mm-hmm. Then in December 1st, you no, know, she's you're, you can pre-order the perfume that's going to come out during the holidays. So you can pre-order it right now. Mm. Literally, she just got off a tour. She's launching a perfume. And then guess what? Then she's, She's having a movie of the tour in December. I'm going to go. I already seen the, the, <laughs> the concert. I already saw it live, but I'm going to see it in the movie theater. You got to go see it in the movie theater. And I'm about a perfume. That right there is just a business genius. Mm. Because she's going to, again, I, and then she, she got me in her funnel like over 15 years ago. Mm. You know what I mean? So all of these people, her following, her brand, what she's created, the her work ethic, her creativity, her being surrounded by so many different people, her her ability, you could just tell that she's a good person. She's a mom. So that's a big thing she's been able to do and accomplish all of these things as being a mom. She didn't, and she still, you could tell she's still, I, I don't know her personally, but I would yeah. love to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I would love to work with her and to get her know, to know her and be invited to her birthday party one day in the Rock Nation brunch. I'm just putting it out there. Um, just, just put it out there just in case trying you're listening. To be a plus one. Trying to be a, <laughs> but I love her. So I, I study people like that. Her, her level of detail and her work, her being a perfectionist, her really perfecting her craft and yeah. always um stepping outside of the box and not caring what other people uh you know say. So I'm kind of like that too, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to my marketing and thinking outside of the box and mm-hmm. doing things or having dreams so big that it scares me, right? Mm-hmm. So owning a hotel and I saying I'm going to do it, you know, that's could be scary to some people. Absolutely. Especially for someone who they don't come from a family of hotel owners or commercial real estate owners, uh launching a crowdfunding platform and I can't code. Yeah. 
right? And then all of that technology was built from scratch. So um, Beyonce is probably definitely, definitely one of the biggest persons that I look at from a business standpoint. I love that. It's um, what, what you just articulated was the importance of vision and vision is, is important, right? Because it, it helps you understand like goals and helps you kind of formulate things. The mission is what gets you there. And and Devon, you've definitely been on a mission. You've executed multiple missions and you've brought a lot of people along. So uh, it's been a pleasure to talk with you and hear more about Vester and what that looks like. And again, it's been Next Gen and Lodging. Any closing statements from you? Thank you all so much for tuning in. And I can't wait for you all to listen to the next episode. And also let us know what you think. Share this episode to your friends and family. Let everybody know about Next Gen and Lodging. And see you soon. Or Subscribe. talk to you soon. Subscribe. Yeah. We'll be in touch. We'll As always, touch. it's Omari Head, one of the co-founders of Next Gen and Lodging, founder, National Institute of Lodging Education. It's been a pleasure. Peace. Next Gen and Lodging is part of the Hotel News Now podcast network. This episode was recorded by co-hosts Omari Head and Davon Reeves on October 25th. The episode was edited by Robert McCune. Visit hotelnewsnow.com for other hotel industry news, videos, podcasts, and more. Want more of the latest news and insights from across the global hotel industry? Head to hotelnewsnow.com for up-to-the-minute breaking news and subscribe to the new Hotel News Now podcast to hear directly from industry leaders. Available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find podcasts.